0: Us protects us from evil, you will not even be worried about coronavirus. Hallelujah! Why the Lord is my shepherd, amen. I saw a lady yesterday, I had a good laugh, and she was talking about how prepared she is for coronavirus. She had a sanitizer, she had insecticide, she had everything. She said, Nose mask is now expensive, so in fact, she has waterproof. (laughs) She's ready. She said, Corona, I'm ready for you. But you might be ready with every physical thing. You might be ready with all the hand sanitizers. You can be ready with all the antibiotics. And Corona will have its way if you do not know the Lord as your shepherd. If you don't have him as the one shielding you. Because there are certain things you will ignore. And that little opening might just be how it will have its access. Our protection, our, our rest, our hope is not in how, how um, hygienic we are. It's not in how well we take care of ourselves. It's not in the healthy food we eat. It's in the revelation of the Lord as our shepherd. When the Lord is your shepherd, he said you have all that you need. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I shall not lack. Is it possible, Rico, that someone will not lack? Is it possible, truly? have start to ask myself, are these things possible? Men and brethren, the day the revelation dawns on you, the day you become one with these scriptures, you will have the experience that David had. Shall not lack does not mean that there's no time you don't have something you need. No. It means that whenever you have a need, Jehovah is there to provide. It doesn't mean that, oh, I will not have need for food or clothing or something. No. It's I'm not bothered about it. Once I need it, Jehovah will provide. If I have need for school fees, Jehovah will provide. If I have need for house rent, Jehovah will provide. If I have need to be married, Jehovah will supply. That's what the scripture is saying. The Lord, Jehovah, is not our shepherd. I love what he said. He said, mine. Say with me, mine. You know, there there, there are ways we hear scriptures for all of us. Our God. When will he be your God? When will he be your own shepherd? Let him go beyond our shepherd and be my shepherd. That means he will not fail me. Amen. He's my shepherd. For you to say he's my shepherd, you have come to know him. For you to say he's my Jehovah. He's my Lord. He feeds me. He guides me. He shields me. The easiest way to explain a shepherd is to b- introduce these cattle herders to you. We are Nigerians. We understand the concept of a shepherd better when you take a look at cattle rearers, the herdsmen. You see how they protect the cows. If the cows have to eat, they make the food available. Everything, in fact, the life of the cow depends on them. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. The life of the cow depends on them. If that um, headsman decides that he's not going around anymore to find green pastures, those cows will dry up. If he decides you will not drink water for one month, you stubborn cow, they will die. They depend on him for survival. They depend on him for their protection. Because it's where he says we will sleep this night. That's where they will sleep. If he chooses to take them to a dangerous zone. To spend the night. They don't have a choice. That's where they sleep. So when you understand that th- my life is in their hand. There's a way you will honor. There's a way you will, you will walk with the person. There is a regard you will have. I'm sure the cows regard the herdsmen. Amen. They might not listen to you, but they listen to them because they speak their language. They trust. They might not trust you, but they trust those headsmen. They trust them because, man, these guys have been with us for years. They walk us through the desert, but we finally arrive. Hallelujah. It looks like a long journey, but they always have our interests at heart. You come tampering with one of those cows, they cut off your hand. They value the cows more than they even value human life. I heard of the one that happened in Puerto I think it was, was it around um, um, Choba area or something like that, Mboba, where, what was it that happened? The cow was in the way of um, an ambulance that was carrying a dead body or something like that. And men, they refused to move. They said they should wait for their cows to gently walk past. They had a quarrel. I think it resulted to a fight. and all. I don't have the full story. But at the end of it, I was not happy. I said, how do these people just behave like cows Are more valuable than human beings? Why? I don't know the orientation they gave to them, but they understand master and flock relationships. They don't they don't know you, but they know their cow. They will not give account of you for you, but they will give account for how many cows they left the house with. So they understand accountability. If human beings know it, imagine what God knows. If human beings can be accountable for animals, David understood these things because he was a shepherd boy. He kept the sheep. The Bible talked about when the bear came. At the expense of his own life, he fought it. Lion came. At the expense of being killed, he fought and took a cub out of the lion's mouth. (laughs) You know, every time I read that scripture, I laugh. It's either David is just a stubborn fellow, or he's a good shepherd. Why? The, The cub has been taken, sir. It's one out of many. No matter you say, thank God, though. thank God, though. it's only one he carried. <laughs> you know, that's the normal attitude. Thank God. Oh, praise the Lord. We have a testimony. The lion attacked our camp and he took only one sheep. The rest are safe. Join me and praise the Lord. No, but that's not the attitude of a shepherd. He's not celebrating that one left. He protects all. That's why Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. All that the father gave to me, I will return to him. If God puts you in his hand, he will not let you fall. He's the one that is able to keep us from falling. The Lord is my shepherd. I don't live my life for anybody. I live for God. Because I understand who this shepherd is. He's the one that will stand to call me good and faithful servant at the end of the day. That will get the testimony of my labor, of my work. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all I need. What's he saying? In him, I have all I need. In him, I am complete in him. I'm complete in him. You might look at me and feel like there are things that are lacking. Don't worry. In Christ, I'm complete He will supply everything that I need according to the riches in glory. It's not according to the economy of Nigeria. The Lord is my shepherd. If you've not known him as your shepherd, you need to know him as your shepherd. You cannot even have him as a shepherd if you are not even saved in the first place. You've not received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Before you start talking about him leading you, and guiding you, and shielding you, we go to sleep at night, not worried about anything. You think it's because your door is an iron door, is bulletproof door. Have you not seen those? Ah, when these bad guys mean you, there's nothing you can do. Have you not heard of how they came like 20, 50, and it was not gun bomb. Bombed down a wealthy man's face. Bombed it down. Carried his wife. Let them not mean you. You think it's your bulletproof door. That is keeping you. What is keeping you is the shepherd. What has been sustaining you is the shepherd. And this evening, I want to say to you. Let the Lord be your shepherd. If you have not known him as your shepherd this evening as we arise, you will pray one prayer, Lord, be my shepherd. Let's rise up on our feet as we welcome our pastor, Pastor T.B. Peters. Thank you, sir.
1: Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's celebrate Pastor Sandra You see, she was asking not to share anything. Would have missed this. Amen. Let's celebrate our resident pastor again. I will worship you forever. Love you forever. Because this God is too good. Oh, forever
2: love you. Forever, because this God is too good. So I will worship you. Worship Him, worship Him, worship Him, worship Him.
1: soupez la le le bon la la Super tunde badeke tiska da da Spirit of God will speak to your hearts. Now you live here refreshed, reinvigorated.
2: all that matters you God. Yes, you are all that matters, God. them all to you. Is it the name or is it the thing? I'm nothing without you. What would I become of me if I didn't see your light? What would I have been said of me if you didn't hold my head Ah. And now I've come to realize That you are all I am You are all the matters You are all that Jesus said And I'll put you in front In front of my man In front of my man You are all, you are all all that. Oh, you are all that matters. You are all that matters. Say, and I'll make room for two. I'll make room for two.
1: bless you. Lift your hands and just thank you. Reverence the Spirit of God in our midst.
2: Reverence the Spirit of God in our midst.
1: Reverence the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Lift your hands again and thank the Lord for His presence. Glory to God. You know that some of you, the Spirit of God has already spoken to you. Amen. The Holy Ghost. Has already whispered to you. And you're living here with that witness in your heart. One of the roles of the Holy Spirit. Is to bear witness. It says we have this witness. You know. See, we have an unction and we know. You know how someone stands up from a place and just knows that the matter has been settled. You just know that the answer has come. It is done. So some of you, that's what happened while we were worshipping. Praise the Lord. That's what happened. But the picture that is coming to my heart is a picture of Isaac speaking to Esau and saying go and get me venison make me several meats such as my i love amen you know you know the type i like amen such as i love then jacob went to bring it amen at that time it didn't matter who brought it as long as the venison is there there will be a release tonight we've given him venison such as he loves there are many pictures in that small story In a picture, Isaac stands as God. And Esau is supposed to be the first son. But Jacob got a blessing. It looks like Israel and the church. We are the ones who will worship him in spirit and in truth, we'll give him exactly what he wants. But I want to just focus on the pronouncements Isaac made when the venison was given. He said, the Lord give thee the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. He wasn't just talking. The scripture talks about the dew of heaven. The dew of heaven. Hallelujah. Whenever we come into that presence of God and we worship, it's that dew of heaven we enjoy. Amen. That dew of heaven. That comes to make every hard thing on the earth soft. The Bible says His mercies are new every morning. We need the dew every day. Glory to God. And you are living here with that dew of heaven. That dew of heaven. The dew of heaven is a sign of heaven's approval. Amen. Are we together? You know how sometimes you are trying to do something. I've seen people that are really gifted and connected. But something is missing. Amen. Something is missing. Have you heard them say something like, that guy is supposed to be the governor. That guy is supposed to be the president. He did everything. But just something was just missing. The dew of heaven is that something, amen. And we're living here with that dew of heaven. Yes. That dew of heaven. Yes. The thing about the dew of heaven is that it doesn't—you sh- don't know when it's coming. You just see the effects. It's even from rain, amen. amen. It's even from rain. You see when rain is falling. But dew, it doesn't look like anything is happening. But suddenly everywhere is wet. Amen. Suddenly everywhere is wet. And we are enjoying that dew of heaven today. May you function with that dew of heaven. And then he said, and the fatness of the earth. Because the earth can also give you leanness. But he said the fatness, the abundance that is in the earth. You know, one of the Psalms talked about, it says, Then you will praise him, and the earth will yield her increase. That's the fatness of the earth. You shall eat the good of the land. Not the crime in the land. Not the violence of the land. What? The good of the land. Amen. So two people are saying in the same place. One is complaining about what's happening to him in this town. You are rejoicing about what is happening for you in this town. Amen. May the fatness of the earth be yours. Amen. The dew of heaven And the fatness of the earth. King James Version. And plenty of corn and wine. In this context, he's talking about prosperity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you live here today, you carry an air, an atmosphere of prosperity. You carry an atmosphere of prosperity. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Psalm 16, verse 11. Amen. It says, Thou wilt show me the path of life. For in thy presence is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. We're in that presence. We're living here with fullness of joy. Amen. Fullness of joy. And pleasures. Pleasures are things you like. Amen. Are you getting me? Pleasures are things that you like. Things that make you happy. Glory to God. I want you to just look at your neighbor So, say, what makes you happy? You know, ask your neighbor, what makes you happy? It's at your right hand. Amen. Listen, what at your right hand means is, is reachable. Is reachable. But I like the part that says, He will show me the path of life. I like that one. That scripture in Psalm 16 is about resurrection, death, and resurrection. He said, He will not keep my soul in hell, neither will the Holy One see corruption. It was talking about the experience of death before death happened so the psalmist by prophecy was prophesying and releasing the code that jesus will use to resurrect i want to announce to you for every challenge we meet this year the code for resurrection has already been released the password to bring you out has already been released so he died jesus died but he was sure do you know what it means death is nobody went into death and knew the road out you didn't hear me the bible talks about the abyss it talks about the bottomless pits are you understanding me so nobody entered there if they knew the way out they would have come out it's not just that he's locked You can't even see your way. Amen. Are we together? That's darkness. You don't you can't see your way out. So now Jesus was going to die. And he's supposed to resurrect again. God has to show him the path of life. The path of life is the way out of death. It's how to come out from hell. Amen. Say, pass like this and come out. Amen. If not you would have heard that Jesus died, didn't come again. Because there was no way out. Are we together? There was no way out. But the scripture has already prophesied that his soul will not be left in hell. That means the Spirit of God will come for him. He will resurrect again. Hallelujah. He will see the path of life. For us, let me explain what it means. It means that there is no darkness you will enter. That he will not show you the path of life. I don't know what trouble you are in today. But may your eye open to see the path of life. Amen. The path of life is, the, is another way of saying the way out. <laughs> you know something about the way out. It, it might not look like the way you are thinking. That's why sometimes you are praying in tongues. You are in trouble. You are praying in tongues. You are praying in tongues. You are praying to tongues. tongues. Oh God. Okay. First you are thinking in your head. Okay, I'll go and meet that man to talk to him. I'll go and meet this person, I'll go and meet this person. All the people you are trying to meet is not going to work. Then you start praying in tongues. Then the Ghost tells you to shout three times. That's the part of life. Amen. The Ghost tell you to shout. Oh, or you go to church. He says, run. That instruction of the spirit is the part of life. If you don't follow it, you won't come out. That's why there are some believers that 10 years, 12 years, 20 years are still in that situation because they have refused to see the path of life. He called it the path of life. Have you not read in Psalm 23? He leads me in the paths for His name. He leads me. He, the, he has to lead you. You can't find it by yourself. He has to lead you. And in this service someone is being led someone is being shown the path of life for some of you is financial death you are in you are owing the you are owing what you know when i say debt upon death are you understanding me you are owing what you are owing is to pay the person that you are owing to pay the other person that you are owing are you understand what i'm saying so even if they give you money now, you will be pay, you will settle the person that you collect money from that collected money from them, Are you understand what I'm saying? That's how it is for you. It's layers of debt. There's no way out. In short, you have been living like that. Only God can show you the path of life. So when you come for meetings like this, you are listening not just with your two ears. You're listening with your hearts. Amen. And you're looking not just with your two eyes, you're looking with your heart. Amen. When Peter and John met the man by the, by, the, by the gate called Beautiful, he said look on us. He's not talking about physical look. Look on us. He says pay attention. What he was coming to say is that I have the path of life for you. Amen. The path of life is going to come now, but look on us. Was the man already looking at them? No. He was telling him something. And then he said, Rise, take up your bed and walk. Or stand up on your feet and walk. And he stood up. That's the part of life. Why couldn't he stand up before? He didn't have the part of life. He didn't know the way out of being crippled. Amen. Are we together? He didn't know how to come out of that state. Some of you here are emotionally crippled today see the path of life. See the path of life. And come out! I met people that were timid. There's a difference between timidity and humility. Timid about everything And because of that timidity, they've lost opportunities. Advantages that were their own. Because they won't stretch and take it. Because they won't ask for it. It will pass them by. Then God shows them the way of life. Amen. How to break out of that personality limitation. Are you understanding me? Listen, some of you think, that's just how I am. Listen, the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You will do how you are not. Amen. Are we together? Say, that's just how I am. No, 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 no. He will show you the path of life. I remember a testimony that happened. It was my dad. Years ago. They had an issue in the place of work. And um, and, uh, they decided that they were going to suspend them. And then they did so. So, when he left, two things happened. Number one, they came home. I was young at that time. And he came with a letter. Our church was a sack. He came with a letter. And then dropped the letter in the si- sitting room on the center table. And then he came with some friends. They started dancing around the letter. I thought he was promoted. Are you understanding me? So, we're all happy. They danced around the left after dancing, praising God. They had a crusade that day. It was a Friday. They all packed their bags and went for the crusade. Well, later I say, oh, so they, um, that they promoted that day or something. Uh, they gave him something in the office. Say so, said, no, he was sacked. <laughs> that didn't. I still remember the scripture my dad was quoting. I still remember it. I was young. I don't think I was up to 11 or 12 at that time. Maybe 10 or 9. And he talked about King Sennacherib. How that when a letter was written by the king to the prophets, to the, to the Israelite king, he took the letter and placed it before God and said, God, you can read. So he also, they brought the letter and said, God, read the letter they wrote to us. And then they were dancing around. That was the part of life. Amen that praise that they did was the part of life that God showed to them. Then they, they traveled, went for the crusade. A lady that is a secretary in the office that serves the MD and all those people coffee and tea, very quiet, timid lady went to serve tea. And they were having a meeting all the people that were involved in the sack. As he entered there, the Spirit of God came upon her. She said, Just hear the Lord. If you don't bring those men in, all of you will go out one after the other the same way. And she began to speak words that only they knew in their hearts. They recalled everybody back. That lady had never been rude to anybody. After that day, she went back to her timid Are you understand what I'm saying? Listen to me. He will show you your part of life. <laughs> he will show you the part of life, how to come out. It might not be the same for everybody, but you see, as you are listening, as you are watching, you will see. You will hear. When you hear testimonies of some people, that's what happened. He showed them the path of life. It's not about trying to do what somebody else did. No, 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 no. Sometimes it's my. It's a, I told someone, I said, if it's hard, it's not the Holy Ghost. Sometimes the problem is how foolish and simple it looks. Are we together? How foolish and simple it looks. That's what makes the people not even do it. So he's show you the part of life. I say ah, How can it be that one? If it's that one, I would have come out of that problem since. But it is that one. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. It is that one. When I shared a testimony of that fellow that had been praying and fasting to change to medicine, and then in his prayer and fasting, he has been on it. The door had closed. They said no more. Then the Lord told him, go and meet brother today. And he came to look for me in my room. And then he started by apologizing. Um, I said, I want to apologize for something. Uh, I was among people that laughed at you one time. I said, which time? <laughs> he explained. I said, I didn't even know they laughed at me. It's okay. I want to apologize for that one first. But God said I should come and meet you. That you will give. This the language you say. You will give me faith to enter medicine. <laughs> That's his own interpretation. He said you will give me faith to enter medicine. No, the path of life was with me. Are you understanding me? How we cross? How he will come out of that place that he has been in? If he didn't come, I don't know. But he likely will be there forever. Amen. There are certain circumstances, the reason they have not changed is not because of God. It's not because of God. It's not because of God. God. And then he came there, he sat down, and I started sharing with him. So now, enter medicine. And he left my room, and he's a doctor. Amen. Amen. Now you say, okay, 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 okay. That's, if he could enter before, why, could, why did he... No, 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 you don't understand. Listen, when, the, when... Thank you, Lord. In Luke 5, when Peter was trying to catch fish, the Bible said they are told all night and caught nothing. The doors were closed. If it is in Africa, they will say his village people... I've done something in his business. Because now, the Bible didn't say he caught some. He said he caught nothing. If not that it is the Bible, it looks like an exaggeration. How can someone go out? At least you catch that pole now or something. <laughs> he caught nothing. Then Jesus said, let down your nets for a drought. That's part of life has open for him. Amen. The same place where he caught nothing. Now he had a net breaking catch. That is somebody's story this evening. Amen. Amen. You know why some people don't take quantum leaps in life? It's not because the opportunity is not there. It's just because they don't see it. So, the opportunity can even come and be discussing with you. You won't see it. Receive that faculty that makes you see. Huh. I don't know if some of you have read the popular story Of um, Adenuga's son. It's a lengthy story, but just how that he almost bought Chevron. Alright? The Chevron, you know. Amen. You know that type they say in Pidgin English, it remains small. And he was under 30 at that time. But when he told the story, there's a lot you learn from the story. The man that would have given him the key, he met him. But he didn't see him. He met him. He wanted the man on his team for them to walk together and go and negotiate. But the man's Shakara was too much. I beg, he can get another person. So he allowed the man to go. That means that as he was playing his cards, he came around all the people that mattered. It was later he found out that the man to make the decision himself was that man. He didn't know the man was connected to it in any way. If he had hired him, He said, how much was the money? It was not about money. It was about ego. Uh -uh. Why are you doing too much, self? I can't can't do without him. That was it. Let me say something to you. The biggest thing that is about to happen in your life is not far from you now. It's not far from you. Now, this thing I'm saying to you, live with this consciousness for the next six months. You will have a story. (laughs) Listen, the next biggest thing that will happen in your life is not far from you. It's not far from you. It's not far from you at all. The prayer is, let me see. Let me see. Because it's not far from you. You know, sometimes, one of the ways that we have breakthrough experiences, let me use the language, that you break new grounds in life, is to look back at... Your life if you've been a christian and look at the times that you had you broke new grounds what was happening around those periods most of the time when those same elements come together again another new new ground will open for you are we together In essence, you can repeat success. Did you hear me? You can repeat big moments. Now, listen. There are, there are regular achievements of progress in the life of every living thing. That's not what I'm talking about. Amen. That's not what I'm talking about. used to have one shirt and now have four. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. You are staying in um, a one bedroom flat. You move to two. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, oh boy, now maybe this. Are you understand what I'm saying? Are you understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about, uh, uh-uh. Come and see what God has done. You know that kind of thing? That's what I'm talking about. Those kind of experiences. If you've had one or two in your life, sit down. That's why it's good for people that keep records. Sit down and look back at what happened. Some are connected to the people you met. Some are connected to the things you were doing at that time. You will find that it can happen again. Amen. And it can happen again. I don't know about you, but if something happens, especially something really great, I'm concerned about because, listen, this, lo- this earth functions with the law of cause and effect. Nothing just happens. Nothing just happens. Even a miracle, a miracle can be explained. It's just that it cannot be mentally explained, but it has a spiritual explanation. So you can sit down, and then, as you're praying in tongues and looking back, God will open your eye and say, it was this thing. I was sitting with a sister some years back, not too long ago, in our former office then, before we moved here. And um, she had a problem. Everything was just upside down. She was down, she was having financial issues, you know, everything was just done. And just before that time, everything was fine. So she said, she doesn't even understand again. You know, and she was complaining to me, and uh, I said, okay. I was not trying to find out what it was. I was just trying to help her come out of where, where, wherever she was. So in the course of our conversation, she now made a statement. Because I was tuned to help her, I heard, and I saw. She was talking to me then she said, um this is my dear, my phone is bad. You know? Because I I, I well, the first one I asked I said, let's suppose this is March, uh, this this March, right? And I said, when did this your problem start? He said, I just noticed that from when I entered February or so. From first week of February, I could not even explain what was happening to me anymore. I cannot even worship. I can't prayers i used to pray you know things my business was going down everything just one kind you know you know how people talk i said okay Then we started talking about something the nation i said when her phone was bad i uh, went bad that this one now is a different phone i said okay and that phone uh, that phone was a good phone i said what was good about it for she said ah, when i had that phone every day messages in my ear but the phone now went bad i said when end of January, first week of February, I say, okay. You see, there are things that Satan knows that are triggers for the experiences you are having, that you don't know they are triggers. Are we together? You are not that conscious, but Satan knows. And then he came and took the phone. Praise God. It's not about phone. What is not phone is not the issue. There is something of greater value. She has seen that anytime she listens to the messages, she sees the path of life. Amen. She sees the path of life. She keeps entering new levels. Okay. If this phone is not there, she won't listen to messages again. And true to type, as she stopped listening to messages, that was what happened. I said that was it. She said, I, "You know that kind of thing, say, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you." That kind of moment. And by going back, everything... You don't even need to... but just going back to do that, you've understood that. There are some of you here I'm talking to. Now, your next big moment is just a repetition of something that's happened before. Amen. 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 Are we together? You'll be amazed. See, there is nothing like truth that is permanent in your heart. No. If you don't sustain the truth you have received, it will slip from you. Amen. It will slip from you. You can catch a revelation. You are walking in it. If you don't stay with it, it will slip from you. It will slip from you. You'll be amazed that okay, okay, when when you were at a so-so place, you know, you, you used to wake up every morning and just spend uh, fifteen minutes worshiping the Lord, worshiping the Lord. You were doing it because oh, that period used to have lights. Then said that the light is this light because there's light, you know, we play music. Off the lights, you know, the transformer is blown. Bush. The blow has nothing to do with the entire pre- compound or area you live in. It's just your worship. That thing you are doing. That's what this light is about. Week number one, they've not fixed it. Week number two, they've not fixed it. You wake up that day and say, ah, there's no light. Let me do something else. You wake up next day, there's no light. He has offed, put off your worship life. You get to the office for the first time. You are insulting somebody. Because I used to keep quiet, you think you think I don't know what I'm doing. I will show you that I'm not just I'm not. Ah, they say what happened to, what happened to her. What happened to him? You yourself, you don't even know what's happening to you. Glory to God. There are some people that were see. There are some times where the Holy Ghost sets you up for success. I call it setup up of the Holy Ghost. He just set you up. It just happened to be that, oh, you met somebody in church, you know. They ah, said, how far now? Oh, wonderful. Okay. Um, ah, you came early. Um, let me try to come early. When I come early, I just spend like 30 minutes praying before service starts. Hey, let's pray now. Let's pray. You prayed with the person. Because I started praying with the person. You didn't understand that that was a set of the Holy Ghost to so put you in that position, in that exercise of constant prayer. It was in that period that you were praying 30 minutes before service, 30 minutes before service, 30 minutes before service, they called you from Abuja. Uh-huh. Are you the one that submitted a process six months ago? Um, yeah, we, we just saw the, this thing now. We want to attend to it. They send it thing to you. You say, oh boy, levels have changed. <laughs> Amen. Then you travel to Abu Dhabi and set it the team, when you come back, I say, I'm very busy now. I won't be able to do that 30 minutes of prayer. You understand that? But um, what I'll do for you is that anytime you want to pray, I've told them to give you Coke. Or Martina. Week one, you, didn't, you, have, you are pursuing the thing that you caught now. Week two, week three, week four, week five. After a while, the people that give you the thing, you're not concerned. My MD is saying that we should withdraw the this thing, you know, because um, I were thinking we made a mistake. <laughs> he said, "No, it's not a mistake, Pastor. <clears throat> we need to pray." No, 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 no. There are certain things that make certain things work. That's the best way I can put it. Amen. Are you listening to me? So, today, the greatest prayer is, let me see. 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 In our finances, it's the same thing. You can sit down. I don't know what are the best financial moments you've had. Or career moments that you've had. There are some of you that are enjoying something now. Sit down and find out what are the elements Amen, that came together for you. Find out. And preserve them. Glory to God. Did you hear me? Preserve them. They asked Bishop David A. How did all these people come here? He said, I danced all of them down. He found out that every time he comes, he would dance about the service. People will come. He said, I'm not really I will dance now. Are you understanding me? Glory to God. The man of God said, He found out that the more he loved his wife, the more the work was exploding. He says so that's not a problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. He didn't tell me to love another person. It's my wife. <laughs> how does that connect? Sometimes we don't know all the details. You know how technology is. Do you know all the details of how this light is working? But are we not using it? Are we not using it? Do you know all the details? You don't know all the details. No, isn't it? So that technology. That will give you your next big moment. Amen. You might not know all. But you just know that they say, stay here. Do like this. Stay with it. Glory to God. Stay with it. Imagine Samson. He was told about his hair. Glory to God. His hair. Maybe he didn't take it seriously until they took off the hair. The Bible says he shook himself. And knew not that the Spirit of God had left him. Uh-uh. nothing happened. He tried to throw them down. No way. He do like this. No way. They just carried the man. Are you understanding me? Uh-uh. He's fighting, but they're just carrying him. Are you understanding me? A guy that before now, uh, uh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? They took him. He had to respect that he's the head. He had to wait until the hair grew again. Amen. Am I communicating? So, how? Now, what that shows us is how spiritual things are. Hallelujah. That's what it shows to us. How spiritual things are. One more. Moses, they are fighting against the Amalekites. He discovered that when he lifts his hand, they are winning. When he brings his hand down, they start losing. Ah, ah wait, wait, wait. Lift the hand again. Eh? <laughs> Bring the hand down again. Eh? Ah. Are, are you understanding? He just discovered that if he lift his hand, there are some of you, that hand, you will know what that hand is that you are supposed to lift. That's what I'm saying. To see. To know what is the hand. So, Aaron and Ho, they came on one side and said, we'll hold the hand. They hold the hand up. Put a stone under the hand kept the hand up until they have defeated everybody. Somebody else might not know. You say, kill them, kill them. They're, then they are killing you. Say, hey, they, they start winning. Kill them, kill them. Are <laughs> you understanding me? Are you because you don't even know what's working, now some of you are living your life. Amen. You don't even know what is the what is working. Glory to God. Amen. For some of you, you don't even know that every time you come and partake of the communion, the communion has preserved you from, you know, you don't see. say, What's Corona is the learning work. The things that have been waiting for you. But every time it's about to pounce on you, you say, thank you for the blood. Thank you for my body's healed. So, oh God, frustration. Then one day you come and say, I don't like the sister that is having the communion. I will not eat. You ask whether whether you are eating into the sister or you are eating into Jesus. Amen. I don't don't like the sister that is having the communion. I am not going to eat. Don't eat now. Don't eat. You will soon know. Amen. Am I communicating? Let me tell you what the graciousness of God does for us. The graciousness of God sets up several access points to power several access points to help for us. So when you see a believer now getting stranded, he, he must have been really, really disobedient. Are you understand what I'm saying? Because there will be many, many points. Okay, you miss the communion. You say, okay, you miss the communion. Okay, you normally used to go and greet your cell leader after every, every service. Oh, cell leader, I'm going. You say, God bless you. That God bless you, you say. He didn't say like a prophet, oh, but he said, God bless you. Say thank you. He said, thank you. He said, you go. He does something. Say, no, I might that the way he's doing his face. I'm not even going to greet him. I'm not even going to greet him. You go home. Somebody's somebody send you chat messages. You know, maybe a brother in church or a sister in church. How are you? This, that, that, that. You know, uh, what did you learn from church? They say, I better leave me alone. It's, are you understanding what's happening to you? Satan is on your case. Is on your case. Listen, hedges don't just accidentally fall away. Did you hear me? No, it doesn't happen like that. There will be warnings, there will be several opportunities for averting it that will come. Several. May your eyes see. Your next big moment is around you. It's not far from your reach. It's around you. Some are located in people. Some are located in places. Are you understanding me? They're around you. You will see it. I end with this testimony. This place, we would have missed it. Are we we together? But I missed it. We're doing services here, renting the place. Other churches were using the place. We had one church at the back. One using another day. Other people were using the place. We come, we set up, we pack our things and go. Then, for prophecy to be fulfilled, it enters somebody's heart first. It started like a quarrel. I don't know how. But they came together and said, we're tired of running this place. Let us give out the place. Then the caretaker decided that he was going to inform me just as he is informing others. I still remember, I was somewhere in the church hall. I think we had closed. Either it was Thursday or Saturday. I'm not sure what day it was again. So I walked up to meet him. They said he was looking for me. I walked up to the door. How are you? He said, fine. He said, hey, Oga, okay. just let me inform you for the sake of informing you. Uh, that month must have been maybe August or July, if I'm not mistaken. He said, by December, you will stop using this place. I said, why? He said, because we have agreed that they are going to give out the place. So I just, I'm supposed to inform you. So, I said, okay, thank you. As I was going, I just said, but his name is Elijah. I said, Elijah, is it like this you've been informing me, that kind of thing? There was no hello, around me. I didn't feel anything. I just spoke. I said, ah, is it like this you've been informing me? I you know, walked back before I went back to him. I said, ah, Elijah, I don't like the way you're even telling me. Is it like that you've been informing me about that kind of thing? He said, go. <laughs> same way I say the I tell you, I don't tell you. I said, let me just tell you. I said, no, no, I don't like the way you're telling me. So I said, am I not your biggest client? I said, I'm your biggest client. He said, Through, through, through. I said, I'm your biggest client. It's not like this you'll be telling me. Are you not supposed to formally come and inform me? What do they want to do with the place? He said, I said, are you thinking I cannot take the place? He laughed. You know this kind of laughter like I was joking? (laughs) He just laughed. I said, no, are you thinking that we cannot take the place? I said, how much do they want to give the place? He said, he doesn't know the amount. But he just said he should inform me. It's not about they want to give or not. I, I should just be ready to go. I said, okay, "Who is in charge?" I want to meet the person. I've been here before, years ago. This same conversation, it had happened before. Are you understanding me? Where I say, "Who is in charge?" Even me, as I'm going to meet the person, I don't know what I'm going to say. Are you understanding? Me? But that spirit of faith, when it starts tugging you, follow it. And someone here, it will tug at your heart this week. It will tug at your heart this month. Follow it. It will lead you to first time miracles. Follow it. It will lead you to first time miracles. I followed it. So he said, okay, uh, I will call I will call the man. Uh, later I met him again, after some weeks. Have you told the man, He has not told him. Tell him. He said, you serious? Say yes. He told the man. The man was angry because the way he told the man was like, I said the man should come here. I said, no, 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 no. I said, we will go and meet him. The person that is in charge. For whatever reason, I told my wife, come with me. Let's go and see the person. Now, this is the miracle. As we were going into the place, he directed us, we arrived. As we're going upstairs, we said, My wife says, like I've been here before. I say, You here, where how? Why? <laughs> yes, <I'm> here. <laughs> he says, like I've been here before. You know, she just said it to me, but they were already talking to us. So she I said, I've been here before. Then the man kept talking and talking. And then I introduced, we introduced ourselves. Then my wife asked him a question. And it was on point. Her father and that family had a connection. He said, are you Soso's uh, child? Ah, we are one. <laughs> Conversation change. Yeah. Are you understanding me? He said, okay, so what do you actually want? I said, I heard that so." He said, ah, my job is just to uh, help hear all the people that are going to bid for it and so on and so forth. This is the amount we are looking at. If you can pay that amount, then we'll say, I looked at the amount. The amount sounded big when they mentioned it. Eh. It's okay. when I went back, listen to me. Nothing is big. It's how you are hearing it. It's how you are thinking about it. When I went back, and I sat down, and I calculated how much we are paying every month, it was about the same thing with what they mentioned. It's just that we'll pay it at once. I said, ah. If it's like that, we can pay now. You understand that? Huh? And I came and said, okay, we will pay. You know, after when you say, we will pay, sit down and say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, You know, you know, say, say hey, 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 You are looking for trouble. Oh? That's where the whole story started. It was a long journey, it took us time. Because they added money on top of that money. Are you understand what I'm saying? They increase it by 50%. Are you still doing? I said, I will do. <laughs> you understand that? Okay, okay, okay. Then other obstacles came. Then we started praying. Listen to me. That same big moment, I've entered it before. Amen. Are we together? I've entered it before. I'm sharing this with you. Because as I'm talking, you will see how you can repeat this. The next leap you are about to take in life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know what big moment you have had before now. You have, I'm saying, I sense someone right now. The big moment is really at your doorstep. It's just right, right, right at your doorstep. It's so near you. Your eye will see it. Do you know that that guy, I see him every day. It was near me. Would have passed it. Are you understanding me? Would have passed it. If I didn't ask him, why, 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 why are you telling me like that? That's where the conversation started. If I didn't say that, it would have passed. It would have passed. Stretch your hand. Say in the name of Jesus. The big moments. You won't pass me by. Stand on your feet. Say big moments. Hear my voice. I will see you. You won't pass me by. Remember Abraham was sitting in front of his house and God with two angels were passing in front of his house. They would have passed. They would have passed. They didn't talk to Abraham. They were just passing. God was passing. God was passing. Abraham said, excuse me sir. Excuse me sir. Before you continue on your journey, can you just sit a little... Let me just give you malt. Amen. Give you malt. Just drink malt before you continue. It's okay now. And they sat down. And then they said, by this time next year, at the time of life, Sarah will give birth. Uh Uh-uh. You carry my destiny and you are passing. And you are passing. Listen to me. Like Abraham, you will see. Now, let me explain what I'm saying. That person, that person, that man, that opportunity is actually God. Are we together? It's God. But this time you will see him. You will see him. I see you. You will say, I I see you. I see you. Can we pray in tongues for a minute or so? For that faculty to see To see the next big moments, the next big big breakthrough, the next new ground you are entering into, that you will see. we see 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 We see. We see. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for seeing eyes. We thank you for hearing ears. We thank you for seeing eyes and hearing ears. That thing, we see it. That next level we touch it in the name of Jesus. I declare first time miracles are breaking out upon us in Jesus' name. And let us say loud amen. Amen. Let's lift up our offerings quickly and also. Let's take our communion at the same time. How many of you are worshiping with us for the first time?
0: Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at org or call us on 234 806 361 Six zero. You are big, blessed, and loaded.